the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The following program's views, claims, or representations may not reflect those of AM 1420, The Answer, or Salem Media Group. The estate planning team is an Ohio registered investment advisor. The following is for informational purposes only and does not intend to make an offer or solicitation for the sale or purchase of any securities or financial products. Be sure to consult with a qualified financial advice and or tax professional before implementing any strategy discussed herein. You have financial goals and dreams. We can help you achieve them. Welcome to Financial Food for Thought, the show that answers all the questions on how to maximize your lifestyle and preserve your wealth. Sounds like you know she's for the the suit, right? You know, you know, you know. Of course, that's Elizabeth Warren, mm-hmm. right? Who announced that her she's well exploratory, right? You know, she's thinking about it, but, right? It's a you possibility. Know, if you if you're going to do the exploratory, I mean, the whole reason you do that, I think, is so you can start fundraising, right? So if you're going to go that far, so she is obviously one of the first to throw in her hats to the 2020. You know, uh, oh, see, I'm not ready to think about an election. Well, Karen, but I we, know it we is. We talked about it right before the end of the year. We said, I know. I, I, you know, we said, I'm not you know, ready for these the uh, really. Uh, the, I'm so tired the, of the November election night. The 2020 POTUS is starting now. Oh, I know. Get ready for it. Oh, All right? goodness. Um, so uh, you know, we we've got, but I mean, I you know, Trump, I, you know, I think would just destroy Elizabeth Warren. I mean, you know, he's never going to give up the Pocahontas, Carrie. You know right. that, right? Right. I mean, he's not going to let that go, right? You know, he was already, you know, uh, you know, making a, a pun on it, you know, when he, you know, she was saying, you know, one for 2020, and he was saying, yeah, one 
20,000, 20, 20th Indians. <laughs> you know, he was making a fun of that. So he's not going to let he it go. He has no filter, clearly. But uh, what does, you know, but Elizabeth Warren, of course, is part of the progressive left, right? You know, oh, goodness. You, you know, um, she's for free health care, you know, Medicare for all. Oh, yeah. Who's going to pay for that? You know, free college. Yeah, who's um, going to pay for that, too? Um, you know, a living wage, you know, the idea right. of, you know, the $15 minimum wage or a living wage. Right. Um, you know, do or I hear UBI, you know, sure. Um, but, you know, so we'll see. So uh, that's a little bit. And, and you know, it's it's going to be nonstop, mm-hmm. you know, and, and we'll see who's next. But so far... I think we've got Trump versus Elizabeth Warren. Mm, Go ahead. We'll, say, well good morning, everyone, and Happy New Year. You're listening to Financial Food for Thought, and we're a financial educational talk radio program here every Saturday morning on 1420 AM, um, here to give you helpful information about issues that can impact your financial life, and that's whether you're working or thinking about your future retirement, um, or again, you're already in retirement and helping people with all the financial choices that they face. Um, we're an Ohio-registered fee-based fiduciary planning firm or what you think of as traditional financial planner numbers crunchers that's what the estate planning team does and sponsors this radio program we're not investment advisors but we do look at people's assets and we talk about on the show is in terms of risk growth and tax efficiency and certainly what growth rate do you need to have your plan in play or to make your plan last or the longevity of your plan or doing enough analysis to say hey if i um, make this selection or make this choice this is the long-term effect or which choice is going to give me the most net benefit and it's coming back to our clients goals um, and then objective analysis and what they're trying to accomplish and certainly with all the things going on I mean we uh, there's there's no shortage of articles that talk about the value of having a financial plan but certainly when things are um uncertainty, the market volatility, um, you're worried about rising healthcare costs, um, inflation, taxes, whatever. Having that written financial plan will give you clarity so you don't make those quick decisions or emotional decisions so that you can objectively say, oh, if this happens, I'm going to be okay. Or if this happens, I'm not going to be okay, but at least I know what steps I need to to be okay. Right. You know, Carrie, we, you know, one of our mottos, of course, is, you know, um, all financial models are wrong. But uh-huh. some are useful. Right. But we can even, uh, even another one of our mottos, of course, is economic models are often wrong, but unstable economic models are wrong more often. Hmm. And I think if any th- word can describe what's happening today in the economy or the politics or whatever, unstable is a good one to start with. And, you know, what the Federal Reserve is unstable, you know, I heard Federal Reserve banks, uh, you know, leaders talking this week and, you know, there's 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 no consensus on what they or what they might or might not do in 2019 in terms of rising and raising interest right. rates. Um, maybe we'll talk a little bit about that today, um, whether the market is as volatile as ever. OK. Uh, coming off a very bad year, mm-hmm. coming off the worst December in market history. Uh, we could talk a little bit about recapping, you know, what happened. You know, people are not going to be happy when they open up their December mm-hmm. investment statements or, you know, but here's the point. Um, that's the idea of why you build models. In other right. words, and it's not always 
case A or the best mm-hmm. case scenario or the what you think is going right. to happen. Sometimes you have to go ahead and build a plan B or a plan. A lot of times we like to call it a plan R, meaning, you know, for the recovery plan or the recession plan or the resuscitation plan or right. whatever you want to say. In other words, some uh, a lesser rose colored glass look at what could happen. And the idea is you know, not to be panicked. As a matter of fact, having run a model you know, where you're modeling in a financial downturn, and I don't care what you call it. I don't care if you want to call it a, a market correction, a bear market, if you think it's a recession, or if you don't think it's a recession, it, it feels like one. Right. You know, I don't care what you call it. The idea is, are you getting worried? Uh, are you losing sleep? Are you, are you have lost peace of mind that you're going to be okay? Especially if you are planning on retiring this year or next year, or if you just retired right. this year or last year, or, it, you know, the idea that you're not sure what type of lifestyle you can maintain for the rest of your life when you talk about, you know, longevity and long-term care issues and some other life's curves balls that mm-hmm. they can throw you, right? So the idea of having the model is saying, well, let's model that in. Let's ask the robot to say, what if, just for fun, what if we have a, a bear market or what if we have a U.S. recession in 2020? Okay, what does that look like? Do I need to be worried or am I still going to be okay? That's the power of what you have available today compared to what your parents had right. when they retired. And the spending, like for people wanting to know, can I afford to gift? Can I afford to help out my grandkids? Can I go on these trips? Can I, uh, can I do all these things, whether it's what's possible? And as much as planning, we talk about um, solving problems and saving people money. It's also about, Mark, you mentioned the peace of mind. And that's what we do at the estate planning team. We're accredited and A-rated members of the Better Business Bureau. We're also super service award winners, multiple years of Angie's List. So you can do some due diligence. We offer a free consultation so you can resolve to have a plan in place regardless um, of what you know external factors are going on that you can't control but having a plan will give you clarity on what you can and can't do and what steps you need to do and to make things happen that you that are important to you and um, we offer the free consultation we can do that by phone or in person we have offices around the greater cleveland area we also have some new planning classes that we invite you to come out they're free to attend but we do ask you that you pre-register um we have and we already have people signed up so make sure you sign up early because they're limited we have january 16th at three o'clock in middleburg heights is the class on IRA, Roth, and tax qualified asset planning. So if you're 59 and a half or older and own IRAs, company plans, or similar assets, you won't want to miss that class. Or January 22nd at 6 o'clock is our class for people who are retired or thinking about their future retirement. That's about issues that impact your lifestyle and long-term financial stability, rising health care costs, inflation, market volatility, other financial disruptors, as well as retirement rules you often hear about that maybe you shouldn't follow and how they're misused and misunderstood. Free to attend. There's a great workbook. Both workbooks include some of the new tax tables and other helpful information. Again, that's um, to register or for a free consultation, call 440-239-2090. That's 440-239-2090 or visit financialfoodforthought.com. All right. You're listening to Mark Donnelly and Carrie Waddell and we're the co-owners of the estate planning team. The estate planning team has been helping Cleveland families build custom financial plans for over 34 years. And we do it one plan, one family at a time. And we try to get our new clients to understand that, you know, you, 
there are a lot of things that are totally beyond your control. Okay. Um, there, you have no control of what happens in the stock market, but you can control how much of your money is invested in stocks. You have no control over what the, the government laws are going to pass or who's elected. You've got one vote, make it count. But beyond that, there's not a whole lot you can do. Um, if you think that there's going to be a kumbaya, you know, uh, moment with our current Congress, I don't think you should be holding your breath. All right. You um, can be hopeful, but. Right. So, you know, that's the, so, you know, worry about yourself. All right. Mm-hmm. You got to sharpen your own elbows. You've got to start putting together your own financial plan. You know, it's not your parents' plan. It's not your neighbor's plan. It's not your coworker's plan. Don't ask them what they're doing because they might have the same bank account that you do. Mm-hmm. Or they might have the same goals and objectives that or you do. Or family dynamics or assets you know? in the background. So you've got to worry about yourself. And you've got to you know, be comfortable. Now, um, as I said, there's no consensus right now on whether, you know, are we going in, is the, is the, is the country, whether politically or economically, going in the right direction or going in the wrong direction? Uh, I think it depends. Um, you know, there's mixed signals out say. there. Now let's talk about the jobs report. Wow. I mean, white hot, you know, 312,000, <laughs> you know, non-farm barrels with a, uh, with a upward revision from the previous year or previous month. All right. Um, uh, you know, that's incredible. Right. Um, and ADP backed that up. You know, ADP came out on a day before and they were saying 271,000, which was, you know, an eyebrow. But then the actual, you know, 312,000. Um, unemployment rate ticked up. Uh, you know, I don't know what's going on there. Um, but the other thing that raised eyebrows was the idea that the wage growth, we're finally starting to see the year over year wage growth earnings going up, Carrie. Remember? Mm-hmm. So it was, positive. Yeah. So over year by year, I think it was to 3.2%. So it, it broke not, you know, it broke that 3% barrier. You know, and that's what people couldn't understand is, you know, why with all the new jobs, why isn't the average hourly earnings going up, you know, at a greater pace than what it was? Well, maybe we've crossed over that now. Right. Um, but, you know, it, it, it's and, and also, uh, you know, you know, prime jobs care. You know, when you look at that group, you know, if anyone that needs to be working in this country, it's males between the age 25 and 54. OK. Remember, that was the the, the sector or the, the, the you know what I'm trying to say, the the demographic, the demographic that was surprisingly lagging. Because America had never seen that before, where that age group of males, employment was going down. The whole idea of making it in America is that age group is going up. Right, ideally. Um, you know, so we're starting, so that's starting to swing around. Um, it, you know, it's it, it, so, I don't know, what's the Fed to do? You know, um, you know, I talked a little bit about, you know, I, I heard Robert Kaplan, you know, he's the Dallas Fed, you know, brilliant guy, right, Gary? I heard him interviewed on Bloomberg this week, right? Um, and he's saying, you know, you can't ignore the global slowdown. Now, this is, this is, you know, this is an interview before that jobs report on Friday, right? Mm-hmm. So he was much more dovish than, um, Jay Powell right now. He, you know, and he's, and his point was, well, we have the luxury of being patient. We don't have to raise rates in 2019. 
Uh, we shouldn't raise rates in 2019. Um, he said we should wait. At least don't raise rates in the first half of 2019. Um, and, and he's saying it's critical right now what the Fed does. Um, you know, and he says, you know, we've got to be more data dependent. Um, so, you know, now he went out and he went on the same limb that I'm out on, Kerry, because he went out and said, too, we will have another recession. Oh, okay. But he doesn't know when. <laughs> right. All right. Um, that's a safe bet, I think. A safe well, comment. And no recession in the near term. Well, that's a bet. What does near term mean to you? You ask, go ask Kaplan. I mean, near term could mean five years, 10 years. What does it mean to you? Um, I guess he yeah. chose his words very carefully. Right. Um, so, you know, you, you have, and then of course, I've heard other, um, you know, other experts saying that quite frankly, not only should the Fed not be raising rates, they're looking to Fed to cut rates in 2019. Now, well, that would be odd. Do you see my point about unstable economic conditions? So I don't know how any you know how you know how any economic model is is working right now when there's no consensus whether the Fed should be raising rates, staying neutral, or cutting rates. When we see the market up two percent one day, down two percent the next, only to be up two percent the following day. Um, you know, when we don't know if the China trade war is on or off, my point is all these things are beyond your control. Mm-hmm. But if you are starting to worry about these things, keeping you up at night, or maybe you are thinking you were want, you had a, you had put the stake in the ground to retire in the next one, two, three, four, five years, and you are always assuming that you'd be getting your, you know, 6% rate of return for those years and that you'd be getting, you know, cost of living increases on your wages and you're not going to have any financial emergencies and, you know, the, 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 we're not going to have, uh, you know, or maybe you were thinking there would just be gridlock and there would be no tax law changes that you'd have to worry about. You could do, you know, work with the current tax law, whatever. The idea is, now you're saying, well, what happens if things don't go so well? Does that, you know, what's the long-term effect of if something negative happens in the short term? See, that's what, you know, we don't feel there's enough baby boomers, you know, have a way of dealing with that right now. In other words, they're making short-term decisions without any way of, of gauging the long-term effect. It's hard to keep 25, 30, do I hear 35 years of retirement cash flows in your head, especially when you add in a changing tax law and inflation and some other things. So, you know, you, you have, you know, but by having a, a, a formal written financial plan that you can ask the robot to run these different scenarios, you can get us, you at least can start getting an idea of saying, well, if I go down this path, where is it leading? But what happens if I, you know, knocked over to this path? That may help you decide, hey, am I okay to retire right now? Do I have to scale back my discretionary spending? Or am I going to be okay? And now let's just talk about having enough of a cash reserve so that you're not panicking in the market roller coaster.
Right. And those are things we can help you with um, and give you clarity and peace of mind. And the estate planning team has been helping people in the greater Cleveland area for more than 30 years. And we offer the free consultation for people who want help with these issues, whether you're working or already in retirement. And you can call the estate planning team for that free consultation at 440-239-2090. That's 440-239-2090. The consultation is very different. We um, typically ask you to provide us information ahead of time so we can run some preliminary analysis to see, you know, really identify what your problem areas are or what opportunities you're missing out on. Often cases we find an opportunity where people aren't taking advantage of. I mean, in the complicated tax code, there's plenty of traps as well as opportunities. And if you're aware of them, you can make other decisions that can put more net spendable dollars in your pocket and or use money um, that that you weren't quite aware of. And um, so we offer the free consultation. You can also come to our planning classes in January. You can go to the website financialfoodforthought.com for those classes um, on IRA Roth tax qualified asset planning and retirement planning for 2019 and beyond. All right. So, you know, we can talk about the U.S. national debt. That's a cheery subject here. Um, we could talk about the stock market returns or lack of returns or losses for 2018, you know, and what were you planning? What was your plan? Our planning, you know, we had talked about all year. And again, if you want to hear some of the, you know, what we've been talking about during the year, go back and listen to the podcast. So, you know, this show, you know, the, 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 the radio station has the podcast available on their website, you know, 1420 and the answer. And you just click on the local podcast and, you know, find us and, you know, financial food, financial food for thought. And they've got a backlog and you'll hear some of the things what we've been talking about. You know, it's, you know, building the plan R. In other words, were you assuming that you'd have positive returns in the market this year or were you assuming that you'd actually have losses? Do you know? Do you know where your projected net worth was supposed to be at the end of 2018? And how are, and are you starting to reconcile against that? Right, That's- which for our own clients, we're sending out tons of net worth updates. And I laugh, some of them joke say it's not going to look as pretty. 1231-18 numbers aren't going to look as pretty as 1231-17. Right. And you should know, and, and also, you know, if you still are not sure if you've got enough estimated taxes paid in, remember, because in 2018, of course, we had the new tax law and it changed, you know, standard deductions. It changed itemized deductions. It changed personal exemptions. You know, a lot of changes. And you, if you're not sure if you've got enough taxes paid in, either through withholding, if you're still working or pension withholding or something like that, or quarterly estimated payments, remember that fourth quarter estimate is due January 15th, and you may still need to adjust that. Now, maybe you don't even need to make it. You know, so, so we're also spending a lot of time right now with our clients who we know we had to get back with before, you know, we were going to wait till they got their December 31st numbers, their final, you know, pay stubs or their final uh, capital gains, realized capital gains. And then we know we have a quick window here. We've got to, you know, coordinate with their tax preparers to try to figure out if they were scheduled to make a fourth quarter estimate. Do they even have to make it? Some won't. Some won't even have to make it. Yeah, that's those are always a nice phone call. Uh, hey, and, some may, and some better uh, 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 bunch it up a little bit. You know, so those are some of the things we're working with our clients right now. Does anybody care about that, Gary? I mean, is America more worried about, you know, who's going to host the Oscars this year? Or, Not me. Um, or who's going to perform at the Super Bowl? I, I would guess, show? yeah, or what's a 
Or, or what clothes Kim Kardashian's not wearing today? You know, I mean, I don't know. I mean, but uh, <laughs> you know, if if you you better be worried. Not about that stuff, right? <laughs> you better be worried about the real stuff. All right, um, you know, and you know, you, you, if you're trying to get a handle on a, a very uncertain times, all right, or are you just one in the camp that says, "What me worry? Everything's going to be fine." All right. Um, why don't you, we recommend that you might want to build your plan R. And if you don't know how to do that, come in and see us because we've been doing it for clients for 34 years. Is it, I, that's why I say 30 because time goes by and I figure, wow. Um, I guess I should change that at some point. And, and no consensus. So, you know, don't, you know, we always say don't ask your neighbor what they think the market's going to do this year. But you, I would even go some further and don't ask the ex- experts because they don't know. Um, as, as, you know, just looking at, you know, there's a lot of smart people that have very, they're different ends of the spectrum. Um, well, what, what I think you will get agreement is that volatility has returned to the market. <laughs> All right. So we had 20 days in 2018 where the S&P 500, uh, moved in any one day up or down 2% or more. Okay. Those are days I track. That's to me is the start of saying how volatile is the market. Is, remember in 2017, we had zero. Yeah. Okay. Um, and we had two parabolic moves in 2018. That's where the S&P 500 is up or down more than 4%. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, now, um, but it was a negative year. So of those 20 days trading days that have had a 2% move, 16 carry were down. Wow. And only four were up. Okay. And of course, the S&P ended with a loss of six and a quarter percent. All right. Um, for the year. Now, compared to like in 2010, we had 23 days, right? But in 2010, of the 23 days, 13 were up. And only 10 were down. Okay. So that year, there was about a 13% positive return. Yes. Right. So, so in this year, volatility has returned in a negative way. Okay. And that's what we were trying to warn people about at, you know, all throughout the year. You know, you, you know, if you thought that we could have an economic downturn in this year or next year, you know, did you model in? Did you, did you see, did you, did you build your plan R? Um, now, and the other thing, too, is remember, we were feeling kind of good at the end of September. Care, do you remember me talking about that, that, you know, there, you know, where we looked at, you know, from April through September, those that six-month right. period, the S&P was positive in all those six months straight. Correct. That doesn't happen all that often. Right. You were talking about how rare that was. Right. It's, it's happened six times, okay, um, you know, since 1928. Right, because I think you were talking about the history of the market, right? Right, and in all the previous five times, the fourth quarter was a, was a stellar quarter. Mm-hmm. As a matter of fact, the uh, the average of the fourth quarter gain of those years was nine point two percent. Okay, we didn't exactly have that this fourth quarter, so this is one for the record books, twenty eighteen, mm-hmm. because it never before did you have a six month S and P winning streak from April to September only to go negative for the year in the fourth quarter. Uh, never happened before. Mm-hmm. Can it happen again? I don't know. Uh, it could. You know, so, you know, it, it's, you know, so, 
and the experts don't know. I mean, I, you know, if you come to the classes, and Karen, I want you to give out the class dates, but, you know, we'll just be going over the headlines, you know, you know, for the retirement class. It's right. really, you know, a lot, of, we really just talk about the headlines, but, you know. But it's it, about issues really that these are things that impact your, lifestyle and or when you're if you're retired you know what you could spend or you know maybe what you need to think about you know cutting discretionary spending or spending could you spend more or if you're working does it affect your retirement date and and what you can do about it is taking into you know control versus uncontrollable right and and it's just the idea of saying um, you know, it, don't look, you know, uh, there's no consensus. You, you're not going to get the answer by reading the headlines. That's my point about the headlines. Right. I'll show you just as many headlines that saying we're going to have a terrible year in 2019 economically. I'll show you just as many headlines that saying it's going to be a great year. But And I think the problem is people take an often we see when people come in, it's an all or nothing approach based on some news or something that changed. Um, you know, it's, well, then I'm going to move all to cash or I'm going to put it all in the market or people, you know, all of a sudden their company, and I know we'll talk about these at the IRA and Roth planning class when a company offers a Roth 401k. Well, I switched all my traditional 401k contributions to a hundred percent to the Roth 401k. And usually it's not ever an all or nothing or, uh, you know, I'm worried about the stock market, then I'm put a hundred percent in annuities. Uh, or 100% in fix or whatever. It's usually not an all or nothing approach. Right. It's usually how much over what time frame makes sense. And right. have you done the analysis? Or are you just jumping on board because this is a new thing or it's based on how you felt or what, you know, you're reading something and making a quick decision. All right. And does everybody get, you know, we always talk about the, you know, the five professionals that may help you if you're trying to build a custom financial plan. Um, if you're going to hire someone to do it, now a lot of a lot of you know people do it themselves, right? And there's a lot of DIY articles out there. The whole fire movement is a DIY, you know, that we'll, we'll talk more about um, in 2019. Mm-hmm. Um, the you know financial independent retire early because a lot of millennials are looking for that, and you know we'll talk you know we'll talk more about that. But the the idea of the five professionals, and one could be the attorney, one could be the the, the tax preparer, one could be the investment advisor. One could be the insurance professional, and the fifth one is the traditional financial planner. Um, that's what we are at the estate planning team. You know, we, we don't start by saying buy this product or that product. We don't start by saying stocks are good, annuities are bad, or we don't start by saying stocks are bad and annuities are good. Uh, we start with let's build a, 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 a formal financial plan based on conservative, realistic assumptions. And by the way, when you get plan A built, don't stop. Mm-hmm. What That's about, just the starting place. Right. What about plan B? What about plan C? Are you going to go ahead and build a plan R? Right. Or having the worst case, but also building those alternative. Can you make it better? Can you build a better right. distribution plan? Can you time your distributions or timing a Social Security? Can you? How do you put all this together and you keep making it better and better? And I equate it to like you go to the eye doctor and you think it's good, but then they go... One or two, is this better? And they keep tweaking it until you get the best, most, you know, clear vision possible, but it might be okay. Like I, I went because right. I, I, you know, no, I, th- I thought my vision, I, I thought I my, love this analogy, because I thought my vision was okay until you know they put that on. I'm like, wow. Yeah, and how much Carrie do we hate <laughs> sitting in that chair yeah. with that thing in One, front of us? Two, don't two, we just three. absolutely hate it? Yes. But aren't we happy when we get new glasses absolutely. that we can see again? Absolutely. So. I'm not saying it's easy. You know, a lot of people yeah, one say. One of our philosophies always, and it's in our book, our planning for, is clarity is power. 
There you go. But it's also, what I was going to say is that, you know, it's not easy. I mean, I'm tired of the professionals saying, oh, financial planning is easy. If it was so easy, why are the majority of the baby boomers saying I can never retire? Right. If it was so easy, why are there so many whiter people working in in, in, uh, retail? If it was so easy, why do, do, do we, would we read uh, continuing statistics and surveys that says the biggest fear baby boomers have is running out of money before life? So I don't know if it's so easy. All right. It may be easy if you've built a thousand financial plans. But if you've never built one, I don't know how easy it is. And sometimes what is it we hear from our clients, you don't know what you don't know. Um, and sometimes you think you're okay and then you're headed for a trap or you're, you, you make a quick decision and you actually create more problems, but you don't find out until down the road. Um, the estate planning team offers a free consultation, um, that you can take advantage by phone or in person. We don't recommend that everyone use our services. Um, like our plans, our fees are customized. We have both hourly and retainer options. And you basically you come in. If you provide us information ahead of time, or if not, we can show you a sample case. But basically, we will tell you this is what we can do for you. These are our recommendations, and you can choose whether or not you want to work with us. There is no pressure. And you can take advantage of that free consultation. Start your new year off right um, and call 440-239-2090. We're not there, but we will call you on Monday morning. That's 440-239-2090. Or visit financialfoodforthought.com. Also on the website, you can sign up for our January planning classes. January 16th at 3 o'clock is the class for people of IRAs, company plans, or similar assets. And if you're 59 and a half or older, we're going to talk about the positives and negatives of these assets, rules, costly mistakes, misconceptions, the minimum required distribution tax trap, Roth contributions versus conversion rules, and how the new tax law changes impacted owners of these assets. And then on January 22nd at 6 o'clock is the retirement class Mark talked about. Um, and both are in Middleburg Heights, free to attend. We do ask that you pre-register, which you can do online at financialfoodforthought.com or call the estate planning team at 440-239-2090. Also, if you want to hear previous topics, like you want to hear Mark's September show, I think it's still on there. Or I know um, in November and December, we talked a lot about the cash planning. The pen- If there was a recession or a market correction, you know, doing that cash reserve and cash flow planning on previous podcasts. If you go to whkradio.com, you can click on find our radio show on Saturday morning and our previous shows are listed there as well. All right. So let's take a real, let's try to string a real life example here together. Um, How do we use economic, not economic, financial strategies, um, shortcuts? You know, if you come to the class, you will talk a lot about maybe the financial rules you may want to consider breaking, right? And we we say that because in the olden days, when there were no computer models, the robots weren't smart enough, or the robots hadn't been created yet to build financial models, the the retiree had to go with a basic rule because because they didn't have a computer that could instantaneously run alternate exa- you know uh, cases. So they had to go with the 4% rule or they had to go with the, um, never spend, you know, principle or the age rule for investment allocation or, you know, any of those old mm-hmm. rules. 
Um, but in today's world with the robots, we don't need to stick. We can, we can, we can get, get real specific with our own cases, mm-hmm. you know, based on your goals, your objectives, not your neighbors and, and instantaneously get different, you know, scenarios going. Um, that we believe will help you make a better decision. And also, you know, a lot of times where we say, you know, we don't do investments for our clients. We don't, we're not attorneys. We don't, you know, prepare legal documents. We don't prepare tax returns in house, but we do coordinate. We're the reason why team is in our name. The estate planning team is because we're big on coordination of advisors. Mm-hmm. And, you know, if, and, and if you don't know what questions you need to be asking your other advisors at this point, we do. And, you know, in, in, in today's world, you know, having those joint round table discussions, brainstorming on what is your solution going to be to the problem you're facing. All right. You need input from we believe that if you get independent in, input from your professional advisors, you will wind up getting a better plan. You will be in a better decision making mode. And, 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 and if you, and if you're do, but if, as opposed to that, if you're doing it in a vacuum, meaning you're, you're, you're just using one advisor or he's never talking to the other advisor, you're going to run into the same, uh, walls that, that we've seen clients run into for 34 years. In other words, don't go ask the stock guy what he thinks about annuities. Cause chances are, if he doesn't sell annuities, he's not going to recommend them. If you go to an annuity guy and say, well, what about stocks? Chances are he's going to say, don't buy stocks, buy annuities. Does everybody get this by now? I would hope so. Because I still hear this all the time. Mm-hmm. You know, where, where I hear somebody asking a stock guy what they think about annuities. Or I, 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 I hear somebody asking an annuity guy what they think they should do with the, you know, either they should take the lump sum pension or take the annuity payout from their company, not buy the annuity from the annuity salesman. Mm-hmm. If you go to an insurance guy, chances are they're going to like life insurance. They're going to like long-term care insurance. They're going to like fixed annuities. Does everybody get this? Okay. Um, you know, so, you know, that's the, that's what's going on out there. All right. So our approach is no, let's coordinate those advisors. By the way, how often, um, or, you know, listeners at home, how have you ever, if you're using, if you are using independent advisors, okay. How often has your stock guy been in the same meeting with you with your annuity guy? All right. Give me a call on that one. All right. Okay. Um, all right. So, what was I going to say, Carrie? Oh, a real life example. <laughs> I'm right. fired up with this I new know. year. I was like, wow. I'm sorry. I got there's a lot down. going on. All right. Minimum wage is going up, Carrie. All right. Twenty two states. Oh my goodness. Are increasing. Mm. Are we getting to the fifth? The magic fifteen dollars an hour, right? Um, 20- See, I think that's when the robots are really going to come. Like um, the robot problem is going to come sooner as we keep creeping up that minimum wage. No, that's happened. No kidding. <laughs> I, I, and I still say the robots are going to have to pay payroll taxes. They're going to have to. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Um, but the, um, all right. So New York City. Okay. Went to $15. Okay. Well, the cost of living is crazy there. So. Okay. For large employers. Right. So what's, okay. what's the, what do they define large employers right. here? 11 employees. 
Oh, wow, that's huge. <laughs> there you go. All right. Um, and of course, Andrew, I, would think and- you, I don't know how if you're not making at least $15 an hour, how you could even live in New York City, in all honesty. You know, and so Andrew Cuomo, he's he's so, he's so progressively off the oh, Did you hear him talking? He's No, I don't even listen to him. He, he, mean- he's, he wants to be the most progressive state ever, and I think he's going to get there. Oh, I know. I see his face like on the homepage right. and I don't. Even- so there are nine states that carry that we say would have double digit minimum wage. OK. Meaning ten dollars or more. OK. California, Colorado, D- well, D.C., you know, uh, Maine, Massachusetts, New York, Oregon, Rhode Island, Vermont and Washington. OK. And there are many more right on the verge of it. Right. That are over nine dollars. OK. OK. Ohio, right here in Ohio, we had a three percent COLE adjustment okay. for minimum wage. It's going from eight thirty, eight dollars and thirty cents to eight dollars and fifty five cents. Okay. Um, all right. So why are we talking about that? Well, if you if you let's let's extrapolate that number a little bit. So let's say you were working minimum wage. All right, and 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 that's about middle class in America. You know, Pew Research they define middle class. You know, with about wages anywhere from about thirty-eight thousand to one hundred and fifteen thousand, they use a around the mean. The mean's right around fifty-seven thousand. Mm-hmm. So they go a little bit below, below and above the mean. All right. Um, so let's say your minimum wage. Okay. So fifteen. Let's say we get to the magic fifteen dollars an hour, right? Because remember, the progressives are going to change the language from minimum wage to living wage. You know, do you, do you got that, Carrie? <laughs> because what we call something makes all the difference it's, in the it world. It makes all the difference. It's not, you oh, know, it, my goodness. it's not global warming. It's climate change. You know, it, it's, it's not it's illegal so, aliens. See, when you talk it's about focusing un- on things that really don't matter. Like Kim, what Kim Kardashian's not <laughs> right, wearing right. today. Um, all right. So back to the minimum wage. might matter to some people. <laughs> um, uh, minimum, uh, God bless her. Um, minimum wage. Okay. Let's say we, living wage, $15 an hour. So what's how many hours you work a week, Carrie? A, a, a year, two thousand, right? Forty okay. hours a week, you know, two thousand hours. So I take my fifteen dollars times two thousand dollars. That's thirty thousand dollars, right? And let's say my spouse is working as well at the new living wage. Okay, so that's sixty thousand a year. There's our mean. Okay. Okay. So what? 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 There's a push to say we want to get. The, what we used to call minimum wage, which we're now going to call living wage, okay, you know, up to at least fifteen dollars an hour, because that gets us right in the smack mean of the of of what middle America means. Right. Now, when you hear that, when you hear politicians talking about middle class tax breaks, remember they might not be talking about you. Right. They may be talking about the person, the family of three or four that's making fifty thousand dollars. That might not be you. Right. Um. Now. Um. All right. So. Is that enough to live on? I don't know. All right. It depends. It depends what assets. It depends. You have medical. Um, now, if you go for free for medical, all then everything's going to cost more. Also, we're well, going to pay the, for more. Right. That's why they're. Who's going to pay for that fifteen? Employers aren't going to be able to. They need to make a profit to stay in business. Either they're going to go to robots, which will decrease employment, or guess what? Uh, the consumer, you and I, are going to have to pay more for the same thing, which is going to increase day to day living expenses. All right. So now, I don't think it's real. I don't know. All right. So. Um, but you know, if you, if you look at it, um, all right, so how can we, how can I illustrate this? Um, you know, so a lot of people are saying, well, how much money do I need 
to retire, right? Or how much savings do I need to have a comfortable retirement? That depends. You know what? That really depends on what you define as comfortable, which is what we do in the planning process. Do you want to try? We have people that want to stay home, don't want to travel. Do you want to travel? Do you want a big house? Do you want a little? Do you want a vacation home? Well, let's let's go out. Let's go down a different path, Carrie. Okay. Um, All right. So right now, everybody knows that the idea of saving for retirement is the the earlier you do it, the better. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, so there's a if you if you have any you know advice for your recent uh, kids that you've launched either after their college career or even maybe before college career, um, if you can get that point home to them, mm-hmm. you know, and and we also we also talk a lot on this show about the fifty thirty twenty rule, Gary, which is basically right. saying you know if you're looking for a rule of thumb, all right. Um, the 50, 30, 20 says that you save or, you know, well, here I'll start with the 50%. You spend 50% of your wages on your daily necessities, mm-hmm. housing, groceries, automobile expenses, healthcare, things like that. The 30% of your wages goes to discretionary spending and the remaining 20% you save. Okay. Okay. Um, so the idea is, you know, if you follow that, you will have a great retirement and it really doesn't matter how much money you're making Okay, because it's, it's relative to if you can live within your means, Mm -hmm. whether you're making a hundred thousand dollars a year or a million dollars a year. Okay. Okay. If you can only spend 50 discretionary 30 and save 20. You'll okay. be okay, All right? Now, um, let's say you're 18 years old, and let's say we, you know we we do get the $15 an hour working in your living wage, right? Um, so, Carrie, what's what, how much can you? Uh, so, right now, okay, we can talk about IRA contributions, right? So, the years ended, um, you know. You still have time to fund your IRAs for 2018. You have until April 15th. Right. Whether it be the tax deductible IRA or the Roth IRA. Now, there's some income limitation. I'm not going to get in time to get involved today. But the idea is, okay, if we, um, if we do that, um, and, and let's say you've got a, a child or grandchild who's 18 and working, but they tell you they can't afford to right. fund their IRA. Maybe you want realistic. to do it for them. Um, you know, if you're wondering, you know, grandma and grandpa, if you're wondering how you could help out your 18 year old granddaughter, maybe, uh, saying, Hey, we'll give you the money, but only the restriction is you got to put into an IRA, which may be you going with them to set that up to make sure that happens. Yeah. You want to see the paperwork on that one. <laughs> um, now, so for 2018, the 18 year old could put in 5,500. That's going up 500 bucks, right? So okay. starting 2019, that's going to 6,000. So let's say, so let's say you do that. Let's say you fund, let's say you kickstart their, their retirement plan. Okay. So let's say you plan on funding their IRA through the first four years, 18, 19, 20, 21. Okay. Okay. That you put in the max, 5,500 going up to 6,000. <clears> now, this illustration uses the FIRE's math, right? So the FIRE movement, you know, financial independent retirement early, they right. use 7% in their rate of return. That's a little aggressive. Okay. Um, that's why a lot of people, 
don't think the fire movement's realistic because they use 7% in their rate of return. And they want people to live in your now, house. Partly the way they get there <laughs> is because the fire movement would never, ever hire a professional investment advisor because the fire movement is all based on DIY. Right. So they're all based on, no, you buy low index, no load funds, and you would never think of hiring an investment advisor to pay him to do that investing. You don't need to. Right. They also, by the way, say you don't need uh, an automobile or, you know. Now, remember the fire movement. <laughs> right. They don't save 20%, Carrie. They save 50. 50%. 50%. Um, they, people they just in, cut out the you, 30% discretion. And you, even discretion. if you are, can afford a house, then people are living in your room. Well, they, they, a lot of the fire movement builds their own house. Yeah, because because even if I wanted to, let me tell you, I am not capable, nor do I have the knowledge or the skills well, to do that, nor would I want to. Did I say the fire <laughs> movement's big DIYs? No, there's a whole they all, there's a lot of you know there's a lot of legions out there a fire movement. They'd be more than happy to tell you how they do it, Carrie. Okay. Um, now, all right, we'll talk more about the fire movement in 2019, um, and. But okay, so I'm back to my example. You you plan on jump starting your kid or grandkids' um, IRA retirement savings. You're going to fund their first four years. You know this is a you know this is a kid didn't go to college, Gary, but got that living wage of fifteen dollars an hour. Okay. By the way, all right, at fifteen dollars an hour or thirty thousand dollars a year, if they were going to follow the fifty thirty twenty rule. 20% savings is how much? 6000 6, Coincidentally, the amount that they could put into an IRA. There is you go. 6000 right. right. So 7% rate of return. You just fund the IRA for four years and stop. Grandma and grandpa, you stop funding it. And let's say the your grandson never funds another dime into it, but okay. he never takes any money out till he's age 65. Okay. How much is he going to have in his IRA at that point? I don't know. $537,000. At 7%. Right. Now, you're saying, but Mark, I thought you need a million dollars to retire. Okay. okay. Well, it, well, that's only in one asset, by the way. That's just saying what the right. IRA is. And that's you're, not saying talk, that, you're not talking about maybe what they, over that time period, worked. Maybe had a 401k. Maybe exactly. had saving. You're I'm not just talking saying, about You're assets. just kick-starting it. Right. Okay. Now, but what if you, about, you know, now, what if though, you, you want them to have a million dollars by the time he's 65. So how many more years would, would you, you have, have to, to fund, fund it? To age 26. So how many years was that? I'm thinking what the cumulative investment was. The the, the first example, the 20, uh, 21, 18, 19, 20, 21. Four okay. years. Four years at 6,000? 24,000 yeah. right. is really what the gift was total. Yeah, over four years. Okay. I'm 7% just... return. It's worth over half a million. Okay, and seven, I think, 65. is way too aggressive. But... okay. So, all right, so let's run it at five. Okay. All right. Um, so at 5%, you know, you want the kid to have 500000 by age 65. All right. You're going to need to fund the IRA through age 28. Okay. About 11 years. And then he's on his road. You know, that's at a 5% rate of return. If you want to have a million dollars by age 65, Okay, um, you're going to need to file the uh, or fund the IRA through now. Now we're getting a little bit lengthy. Now it's to age 31. I'm sorry, age 48, hey, 31 years. Okay, so now you know it, that's getting longer. Um, so you can see what a difference five percent and seven percent makes. Right, but that's still for twenty fourth, you know, for or for that amount of gift. 
that's a huge jump start to help. I mean, you think their lifestyle, their long term uh, stability. I mean, these are the things you get creative with planning. And, you know, instead of maybe making an outright gift or maybe, you know, these are the things that we look at the big picture and family dynamics and goals and your assets and different um, inflation rates and income and taxes and putting it all together is what the estate planning team does. Take advantage of our free consultation or come out to our planning classes in January about general planning strategies and concepts. You can call 440-239-2090. That's 440-239-2090 or visit financialfoodforthought.com. All right. So Carrie, but now let's get away from the 18-year-old. Let's get back to the 50-year-old who hasn't started saving for retirement yet. Okay. Maybe this is more what you're worried about at home. Right. Okay. Think there are anybody out there in that case? I uh, think that's more realistic. Does the 50, 30, 20 still save them? It depends. I don't know. Okay. Well, let's take a look. It can't hurt. All right. So um, I'm going to start with a 6% rate of return. Okay. You're 50 years old. And you want to have $500,000 by the time you're 65. Okay. Okay, you got zero because you haven't started saving yet Mm -hmm. for retirement. All right. Um, 6% rate of return. You're going to need to put in $21,000 a year. Ouch. For those 15 years. That could hurt. So we have to now figure out, well, what would their total wages have to be if they're trying to live in the 50, 30, 20 rule? Right. So let's take the 21,000 divided by the 20%. So their wages better be 105000 See, I'm not saying the 50-30-20 is easy. Right. It sounds easier for the 18-year-old. Oh, absolutely. But how easy it is? It's never easy. I don't care if you're 18 or right. 50. It's never easy. Mm-hmm. So now if you're 50 years old making $105,000 a year, can you afford to save 21000 of Maybe it? not. Because maybe your the fifty percent of mandatory expenses is really sixty. Now, if you get if your investment advisor say, "Hey, don't worry, I can get you seven. Okay, now that's not twenty one thousand a year; it's nineteen thousand. Okay, if you want to be more conservative, you don't think you can get five percent? Maybe more realistic in today's right. world. Well, you better be saving twenty three thousand now at twenty percent. You better have wages of one hundred and fifteen thousand. Can you do it? I don't know. It depends. Okay, this is the idea of how I don't care what your neighbor's doing. I don't care what your parents did. I don't care what your co-worker's doing. You've got to run these numbers for yourself. You've got to start running multiple scenarios so it leaves you in the decision-making mode. All right, call the estate planning team for a free consultation or come out to our January planning classes at 440-239-2090 or visit financialfoodforthought.com. Tune in next week for more Financial Food for Thought. For more information about the show, for estate planning or upcoming seminars, call the estate planning team at 440-239-2090. Thanks for listening. The preceding program's views, claims, or representations may not reflect those of AM1420 The Answer. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. 
The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.